everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Farmers and Charmers. Uh, we hope you've all had a good week. Uh, but coming into this episode, Simon and I have some news for you all. Some exciting news. Don't we, Sim? Do we? He's looking at me having absolutely no idea what I'm talking about. Um, guys, Simon and I had our first sleepover. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. Whoever would have thought when we met five months ago that, that in such a short amount of time we would we would be having cute little sleepovers. Yeah, it was pretty good. Uh, the truth of the matter is actually that Sim's flying out to um, Broome in about two hours' time. And uh, as discussed on previous episodes, I am his mother, so he needed a lift to the airport. So he came to my house the night before so I could I could give him a lift. But it was also for convenience of recording. As well. It was mainly because he needed a lift to the airport. But like that too. But mainly because he needed a lift to the airport and I am his mother. Um, but I learned some interesting things about you um, over the course of the last 12 or so hours, Sim. Oh, yeah. What did you learn? Um, I'm pleased to report to everyone um, that Sim is a fully functioning adult male. And I come to this very uh, serious conclusion because he has a skincare routine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's honestly like i don't think you realize that it's actually really uncommon for men to have skincare routines and it is how i now officially judge whether or not someone is like an actual adult is if they have a skincare routine and you don't just have one product like it's not just a you know it's like more no, most guys will normally just use like their bloody uh, all over body soap on their face as well and that's what they count as a skincare routine you've got like a whole four-step process yeah, going on i do what products really uh did you really like the most i like the fact you was choice retinol oh, that was, that yeah. was impressive yeah. like it's not even just a drugstore brand either yeah. like you you know i'm a big fan of the paula's choice so yeah. Yeah. feel free to um paula's choice if you're listening give us a sponsorship Simon loves the retinol product, 2%, I believe it is, that you were using. Honestly, I walked into the bathroom last night to do my skincare routine and saw uh, Simon's product sitting on the kitchen, on the bathroom bench. I was like, oh my God. You probably felt bad. <laughs> this guy's <is> fully like, <laughs> credit where credit's due, the guy has a skincare routine. Really impressed. <laughs> well, thanks, Shannon. <laughs> Anyhow, um, what, what is new in your life, Simon, other than blowing my mind last night? <laughs> <laughs> just to get it all straight, um, I was in the spare room, guys. Just to clarify. Oh yeah. <laughs> so, sorry, probably should have clarified that. Yes, Simon. Simon did indeed sleep in the spare room. Yeah. Um, I think you're going to need to get a mattress topper for that mattress, though. Yeah, it's not very comfortable, is it? In all fairness, the mattress and the bed together cost like three hundred dollars. Yeah. So yeah. You could probably get one from Kmart for like fifty bucks. In all fairness, there's a lot of people that have stayed at this house, and you're the only one that's actually complained about it. Just for next time I come. Next time you come? Yeah, have yeah. it ready. Okay, no worries. You can buy your own bloody mattress stopper. <laughs> How's that sound? <laughs> All right, uh, updates, 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 updates. Uh, very quiet, but there's been a bit happening in the last couple of weeks. Uh, the girl that I went on a date with straight after last episode, uh, we sort of texted every day and then uh, went on another date and... Uh, Sort of got a text saying that she didn't see anything, see it going anywhere. Let's let's tell the full story here because I despise this behaviour. So, what happened was that Simon messaged her after the date, 
and the bitch didn't reply. <laughs> and we all know how Shannon feels about ghosting. But Simon then, uh, I think very impressively, because it's hard to do, but sent another message to say, you know, is everything okay? To which she then replied to say, I'm not feeling it. Why she couldn't have just sent that message the first time, I have absolutely no idea. But she clearly is very immature because that's the only answer. That's a bit harsh. That's a bit harsh. Did feel a bit shit for a couple of days, but it's these moments where you've got to take this time to focus on yourself and that's exactly what I'm going to do. Uh, and you are also off off to Broome? Yep. Heading off to Broome in a couple of hours and I'm mm-hmm. very, very excited about that. Um, there's going to be about 10 of us heading up to see my best mate for his 30th and, um, well, hilarity is going to ensue. Yeah, I'm just assuming that I'm not going to hear from Simon at all for four or five days, which is a good thing. And I am terrified to find out what happens when you come back. What makes you say that? Because I've met your friends now. And like, I know what they managed to get up to for a night in Perth, let alone what they'll get up to for five straight days together in Broome. I'm going to be carnage. (laughs) I'm the ringleader, though. Let's just make that straight. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> I'm like the main one. Like I'm the boss man of the group. Okay. <laughs> you know you some of your friends listen to this podcast, right? <laughs> they all do. <laughs> so glad. They, they, all, they all listen and then they're like, righto, Simon, what do we do now? And they, then, they, then we go off on our merry way. So they, they, they find out about your life updates through the podcast. They're like, we don't even need to ask Simon anymore what's going on in his dating life. We can just wait till we get a fortnightly update on the pod. You'll get a message from them being like, man, that sucks. Real sorry you get ghosted, got ghosted. And you're like, ah, well, what can you do? Next one. No, no, they all already know I've got a very good supportive group of friends. What about you, Shannon? <laughs> Tell us about your life. Um, my life, I am not going to Broome, so that's that's a bit of a downer. Um, I did uh, just yesterday book um, a trip to Coral Bay in June for a week. Oh, lovely. With, with a friend, which I'm really excited about. So, Guy friend or booked, girlfriend? Girl, girlfriend. Booked, booked a camping ground up there for a few nights. We're going to stop in... Cabari on the way for a night. Cabari. Cabari. Calbari on on the way. Uh, oh, inject yeah. some money back into the, the local economy there That's that obviously idea. got smashed by Saroja. So, yeah, we're going to stop in there for a night, stop in at Calbari. So, stop in at Calbari for a night, do four days in Coral Bay, and then hopefully stop in at Geraldton on the way back. And I've got a couple of friends that live in Geraldton, so we'll catch up with them for a night. I wouldn't stop in Geraldton. Well, one of my friends has a boat and has offered to take us out to Ooh, the Abrolis. Okay. So, like yep. that, that seemed like a worthwhile thing to stop in Geraldton That's an for. Im- yeah, that's an important in part of information. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's plan. I I know that this person also listens to the podcast, so hope that that's still a go because that's that's the plan at the moment, pal. So uh, <laughs> let, let, let me know if that's no longer an option because we won't be coming to Geraldton. Yeah, if it's not. <laughs> then you can just bypass the town completely. Otherwise, you run the risk of getting rocks thrown at your yeah, car as yeah, you drive through. Yeah, yeah. Classy place, Geraldton. Uh, anyhow, very much looking forward to that. It should be very nice. I uh, haven't been to Coral Bay since the year 2000. Uh, we spent New Year's, like, 99 going into 2000, like the white whole Y2K thing uh, in, in Coral Bay when I was a kid. Uh, Dating-wise, I went on a walking date recently. That was actually went really well. We had a really good time. Obviously, we could only spend, like, an hour together. Um, 
was like an hour and, and wear masks and, and and wear masks yeah it was it was a weird weird concoction for a first date um but it was nice we went for a bit of bit of a stroll and chatted and that was all good and uh I was very impressed I got home and within I reckon 45 minutes to an hour of me getting home he messaged me to say like thanks for the walk wow, came sort of thing which I could just I'll just enjoy people not playing the game of like waiting x amount of time or whatever it was it was really nice yeah but that's so, still, that's still a gamble though like he's lucky that you 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 appreciate that some girls will be like Ooh, he's nah, too keen all girls appreciate that unless they're not interested this is my like number one thing that i will say is that no girl is ever going to be turned off by getting that message an hour after you met if she likes you she will get turned off if she didn't like you, in which case she wasn't going to see you again anyway. So it really doesn't matter. I'd like to hear what the listeners think about this. All right. We'll put up a poll after after this one comes out and ask what everyone thinks. But yeah, I truly believe that sending that message within an hour or a couple of hours, whatever it is, later that day sort of thing, will never turn a girl off if she was interested but I don't know if the same thing – would you say the same thing applies for a guy? If a girl messaged you an hour after a date to say, thanks, I had a good time, would that turn you off even if you liked her? No. No, it no. wouldn't. Yeah, exactly. I think it's the same thing. It's, but if you got that message an hour after the date and you hadn't really enjoyed yourself and you didn't really want to see her again, maybe you were on the fence a little bit, then you would be like, a, oh, no, uh, that's a bit yeah, much. Yeah, so yeah, it could, yeah. like, it is slightly risky if the person's on the fence, but if someone – truly enjoyed themselves and they wanted to see you again sending that message within an hour is within an hour is not going to change their mind mm, yep okay good good points so thoroughly yeah liked liked getting the message within an hour was nice um but this does bring me on to um what simon and i are for now on calling micro topics because that's that's what we're doing it um the micro topic that i wanted to discuss this week because it did happen with this with this guy is little things that someone do that like irrationally irritate you they're not red flags in the slightest and they're not even something that's going to stop you from wanting to see that person again but it's just something that they do that you're like oh why? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So my one with this guy is that whenever he messages, um, he uses exclamation points instead of question marks. Oh. How was your day exclamation point? And like he's used them correctly before. So I know that he knows what the difference between the two are, but he just seems to prefer to use, yeah, how was your day? Like, how's it going? But, like, if he's then, like, you know, what do you want? Like, we're making plans to see each other again. Like, what do you – like, is there anything you want to do? He'll use a question mark in that situation. So, as I say, like, he knows the difference between the two. But sometimes he'll use an exclamation point and it irrationally bugs me. Maybe it's a typo. Maybe it's because they're next to each other. No, it's definitely not a typo because he does it, like, that often that he's definitely meaning to send the exclamation mark. It's just – as I say, like, I don't know if it's because – like, I am a journalist and I write for a living, so, like, p- correct grammar and punctuation is, like, a legit turn-on for me. People knowing the difference between your and your, whew, really gets me going. But it just, honestly, it irritates me so much. So, if we keep seeing each other, I'll, like, probably end up being like, can you not do that? <laughs> Anyhow, any any things that irrationally irritate you for no particular reason? I mean, I've probably got some generally, but I've got one... One specific case that mm-hmm. um, that really did me in once. Oh, this really irked me. Oh, 
So this was on a night out years ago. It was I was with like a group of friends and there was like an additional girl that had been invited by one of the girlfriends. Anyway, we were vibing and um, like, you know, the stars were aligning. We are probably going to hook up, whatever. Anyway, later on in the night, we were talking about uh, tanning at the beach or like just like tanning generally. And somehow it came up that when... If I'm lying out in the sun, I lie in the direction of the sun so that the sun rays get... I get an equal amount of sun rays on my on my skin. And she said, why would you do that? It doesn't matter which way you, you, you're lying. You're going to get the same amount of sun on every part of your body. And, that, and I instantly hated her after that. Because she didn't understand how the sun worked? Yeah, like, yeah, was yeah. That your, she okay. couldn't comprehend that the angle of your body will affect the amount of solar rays on each part of it. I mean, if depending on the time of day, if the sun is directly above, then it wouldn't matter, but that's only for a very minute amount of time when the sun is directly above. It's pretty rare for the yeah. sun to be directly well, above. You, you know what I mean? Like there's a there would be a very small period of there the day where it one wouldn't point of the day where, where it won't, it, where, matter. Where yeah. won't matter. Yeah. But that's obviously not what she was referring to. But generally, if in the afternoon you want to be facing northwest and in the morning, you want to be facing northeast. Interesting. I love how seriously you take your tanning. We talked about this on the very first episode before we started recording today. Um, Simon did say, we finish in time. Can you do my tan before we go? So he does, he does take tanning very well, seriously. Well, I've got fair skin and um, I factor these things in. Mm-hmm. All right? it doesn't come e- a tan doesn't come easy mm-hmm. for me. I do think, though, that I said with these things that it's not something that's going to make me want to stop seeing someone, but you were like, nah, absolutely not. There is no way I want to see you ever again. It wasn't to do with the topic of tanning. It was just the fact that she thought she was smarter than me, mm-hmm. but she wasn't. She was blatantly wrong. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, let us know, guys, if you have anything that just irrationally irritates you. It can be something as simple as an exclamation point. All right. Um, anything else you want to add now? What it's now been like a good fifteen minute intro. These are getting longer every week. Um, yeah, <laughs> now that I've had my second coffee, um, I'm a bit more warmed up, and I'm, I've 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 remembered a few things that I forgot off my um, my update. Your update? Okay, off you go. Yeah, what, yeah, else, yeah. what else have you got to tell? I feel as though I'm I'm excited because I don't know anything yeah, yeah, else. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Gossip. <laughs> uh, so this is um, adding to our. Our small world theme that we've got going. Yeah, I forgot to mention that on the second date with this last girl, we went for a walk. And um, on the walk, as this happens to me when I go on walks, um, walk past a girl that I used to see see a while back. Why does this... I don't know why that that, that always happens to me. But the funny part is that the last time I saw this girl, um, there may or may not have been an altercation between me and her guy friend. So that just adds to the awkwardness a little bit. Why does this keep happening to you? I don't know. I don't know. You don't even live here. (laughs) And yet somehow you manage to bump into people. This is why I find it so crazy. Like I've been broken up with my ex for 18 months now. I have not seen that guy once. Yeah. We both live in Perth. Not once have we bumped into each other. Meanwhile, you come to Perth like once every few weeks and consistently manage to bump into people you used to date. Oh, my God. Um, the other update that I have, this is, um, this is for Shannon. So, I'm, oh, God. Uh, I'm scared. If, um, if you guys recall, a, 
a couple of episodes back, Shannon was telling us about this guy that she went on a date with and um, she messaged him to say that she wasn't interested and then he sort of rallied back. Did, what did, did he say? Didn't, didn't take to it too kindly and tried to like convince me that I was wrong and that I should see yeah. him again and then told me that if I wasn't interested, we could catch up with friends. Yes, that yeah, this, this yep, guy. Yep, yep, so Shannon, turns out I know this guy. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Actually, yeah, yeah. How? <laughs> so I didn't actually, I didn't find, oh I didn't find God. this out. But one of my friends is a is a listener, and uh, he 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 hangs out for every episode, and he was listening to that episode, and he was like, "Hey, wait a minute, this this guy sounds familiar." And um, didn't he say that he went on a date with a girl that works in? Um, <laughs> agricultural media and it turns out it was this guy all right i'm gonna be getting more information about this with simon <laughs> off air how he's left it till now to tell me this um yep cool <laughs> is he heartbroken still i don't know i actually haven't heard i needed i was waiting for an update but haven't heard anything yet but that's all i know what are the chances <laughs> fuck me I'm so glad that I waited to tell you this while we're recording. I just need a moment, guys. <laughs> <laughs> it takes a lot to like shake me, but whew, I'll do it. She, oh she is physically shaking right now, guys. If what I are, wish everyone could see it. What are the actual chances? She's flustered. It takes, as I say, it takes a lot to like rattle me, but whew, here we are. All right. <laughs> I don't know why I care so much either, but I just, I don't, I really don't like hurting people's feelings. Like I like to think I'm a nice person. So I think the fact that I have hurt someone's feelings and now like, you know them. I don't suddenly, know if you've hurt his suddenly, feelings. It's suddenly a lot more real that like, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I really seem to have hurt his feelings because he was determined. <laughs> well, I, I don't know him that well. I know him and I used to hang out with him a bit back in the day, but haven't spoken to him for ages. Well, I said he was a nice guy. Yeah, he's a nice fellow. He's a nice guy. It's just wasn't a vibe. Yep. Can and you see okay. why it wouldn't have been a vibe if you know the guy? Can you kind of like... I don't yeah, know nah, him, that. I don't know him nah, that well. Damn, I was really hoping you would validate him. Yeah. Can you lie for me and just make me feel better? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you guys weren't... Um, you guys wouldn't have been a good match. So I think you did the right thing. Thanks, Shannon. thanks, Sam. Thanks. There we go. It's all right, guys. I told you I'm a nice person. <laughs> All right, is there uh, any any other, I don't know, like bombs that you want to no, no, let on, on me it. at bloody 8.50 in the morning? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> All right, well, guys, we do actually have a topic for today as well. It's not just going to be Simon and I spewing endless amounts of shit. Um, uh, today we thought we would talk about social media. Now, I actually got this idea a couple of months ago from one of my best friends who are in a couple, um, and they were having a little debate over how often they should be posting each other on their social media platforms. Um, they've been together for like, I don't know, a year and a half, two years. Now they live together, blah, blah, blah. Um, but it got me thinking that there is actually so much when it comes to social media and dating from like beginning, middle, end that could be talked about. So we figured we would cover um, whether or not like before you even go on a date, whether or not you should stalk someone um, once you've met that person, when you should be adding them on like Instagram and Facebook and stuff, if becoming Facebook official is still a thing and all those bits and pieces. So 
right at the beginning, Sim, should you stalk someone on socials before you go on a date? I don't see the harm in it. You can get a better picture of what they're like. Mm Mm-hmm. How deep should you go? Oh, just pictures on Instagram. Just photos on Instagram? Not yeah. going to look them up on Facebook? No. Nah. Nah. See, if I'm on Facebook, I find interesting because I always like to know who, like, if we've got mutual friends. It's, oh, it is interesting is to be like, oh. Is it good to have mutual friends or bad? It depends who the mutual friends yeah, are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm all when about the, that. If, yeah, if they're mutual friends with someone <laughs> that you don't like, you're like, oh, yeah. why are you friends with that person? I mean, I know I'm friends with like Facebook friends with that person. But then if it's like someone that you're really good friends with, it can be helpful because then you can ask that person and be like, oh, yep. like I'm going on a date with this guy. Like, do you guys know each other well? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, my issue with stalking on social media before a date is that you can get yourself into a really uh, sticky situation, um, which I found myself in before, where you accidentally bring something up on the date that they haven't told you but that you've seen on their Instagram. Oh, dear. Yeah. So I went on a date, um, I think it was last year. Must have been last year with a guy, um, and we started talking about travel. Um, so I lived in the UK for a while. Like I've done a fair bit of Europe, and we kind of got onto that topic. Um, and at one point, I asked him how he found Ljubljana, which is the capital of Slovenia. It's not like I asked him how London was, or you know how he thought Italy was. Like I asked him a really niche place, quite an obscure, quite city. an obscure city um, in Eastern Europe. And he looked at me and he was like, how do you know I went to Ljubljana? Again, I feel as though if I asked him how he found London, I would have been able to be like, oh, I just assumed you went to London. Like, yeah, well, every, every, everyone goes to London. This is a weird-ass place that I asked him about. And I was like, you know what? Like, I have no recourse here. Like, I just, I was like, I'm going to have to lean in. I was like, look, the truth of the matter is I stalked your Instagram. I have absolutely no way of getting out of this. Luckily, he handled it really, really well and he just thought it was hilarious. But... This is the issue when you stalk people on social media beforehand. You get yourself into sticky situations. Yeah, well, you probably overstalked. Look, I did go back to like 2016. It was it was a real it was a real scroll. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it was like I probably only went through like 20 or so photos. It was one of those people that didn't upload heaps. Ah, you know, like it was you know yeah, like yeah, it, you'd yeah. gone through like I'd gone deep into the years, but not deep into the feed so to speak if you know what i mean my stalking i probably don't do a full stalk before the first date like yeah. i'll check their social media to make sure that they look the way they yeah. say they do yeah and that they don't have kids that they're hiding yeah 100 percent. i think that's the level of stalking that is acceptable before a date is just to make sure that the photos that are on their social media match the photos that are on their dating profile yeah, yeah. is that okay is that bad that i that i check that they don't have kids Nah, I don't think so. <laughs> I mean, like, I've gone on dates with guys that have had kids, but they've been upfront and honest about the fact that they've had kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is totally fine. But if someone's hiding them from you, then that's pretty damn deceitful. There's a lot of girls on dating apps that will not have their kids on their profile. I mean, I can understand not having photos of your kids on your profile. Or not but disclosing. It should, be, it should yeah. be mentioned most definitely. That's kind of cat, catfishing in it a way, isn't it? It is 100% catfishing, yeah. Because, I mean, that's a huge thing. It's one thing to be catfishing because you don't have bloody hair. You can, I don't know, wear a wig. Like, that's an easy enough thing to hide. But to hide the fact that you have a child, that's kind of really going to impact yeah, the other person. it's a big thing. Yes. Limit it to double-checking that they are who they say they are, pretty much. So next would be when should you add each other on social media? 
Instagram first, then when you have been on a couple of dates, Facebook. Oh, I disagree. Two or three dates. Three dates, I reckon, minimum for Facebook. I, I would go more. Really? Yeah, I don't, I don't add anyone on Facebook unless we're exclusive. Wow, yeah. okay. Unless, well, unless we're exclusive or unless it's someone that like I've met through mutual friends or something. Like if it's not an online, you know, if it's not a Bumble date and it's someone that I've met through mutual friends or whatever, then I'm like, I might add them on Facebook earlier because it's yeah. a bit, it's a bit different. Yeah. But if it's just, yeah, a stranger from the internet, I, I just don't want a bunch of people that I'm not, that I'd, I'd never plan on seeing again on my Facebook. Where it's not until your boyfriend and girlfriend necessarily but until you are exclusively seeing each other uh, yeah very interesting i think we should probably add in here right now that like our me and shannon's views here are different and it's different for everybody like obviously yeah. there's no hard yeah. and fast rule this for is these no situations. one size fits all yeah. sort of thing yeah. if you are someone that prefers to add on instagram and yet yeah, use that as your platform of communication if you prefer to add people on facebook before you even go on a first date like whatever you want to do you can do this is just there's probably still will. some strong no-nos in yeah. there yeah, I would definitely say with Facebook, yeah, you're leaving that until at least a couple of dates. Yeah. I think for me, with adding on Facebook, you sort of add someone on Facebook when you when there's some mutual sort of starting feelings. Like, you know, like you can tell that both of you are kind of keen. I think yeah. that's fine. I have a rule on Facebook that I'm only friends with people that I would stop and chat to in the street. Like if I saw them, I would stop and chat to them. That's a good rule. Yeah. I like that. Um, all right. Facebook official. So we've we've added each other. You're uh, now. We've you're jumped now, to being in a relationship. Yeah. Is that is that what's next? I would think. When it comes to social media, yeah, it's probably I think nothing so. really else that goes on there. Yeah. yeah. Um, I will say actually, just with the going going back real quick, I just remember this to the stalking thing. Mm. Um, as a heads up, don't uh, lull on the stalking the LinkedIn. Sounds weird, but it's the one place no one's going to lie about themselves. Uh, definitely don't do that because they'll see that you've looked at their profile. You can have it on private, please. You go to your settings and you set your pro thing to private. All it will come up. Yeah, with but you have to have like, it on pro mode. Huh? No, you don't. Anyone can have their LinkedIn on private. Oh, no. Anyone can have their LinkedIn on private. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. I'll show you how to do it later. Okay, thank but you. But don't hide on the LinkedIn because it is the one place where people, like, theoretically are not going to be lying about themselves. The amount of, like, guys that I've seen who have their, like, on their dating profiles, it's like marketing manager or fucking whatever it is at whatever uh, company. And then you go to their LinkedIn and they're, like, a sales rep. Yeah. And they're, like, trying to make themselves sound way better than what they actually are. Yeah. LinkedIn, no one can lie. Be, like, it's in, for employers. You can't, you really shouldn't be lying on yeah. your LinkedIn. Oh, that's an actually that that's a good idea for a, a dating app. We could um <laughs> we could fuse LinkedIn LinkedIn's. with a dating app and then that way like you can pick someone based off their actual merits. Off the, yeah, yeah. It also tells you like it's a good way if you're trying to figure out like if someone's lying about their age because it'll tell you theoretically like what year they graduated from high school. Oh yeah. So you're going to be able to figure that out like there's there's a lot that can be gathered. By stalking LinkedIn. Have you ever seen my LinkedIn channel? I have not. Oh, we'll, man, we'll, you're missing we'll, out. Yeah, we'll, we'll have a look at this and I will show you before you leave how to hide your LinkedIn oh, yeah. activity and status. And listeners, feel free to check out our LinkedIn's. They're, I, I mean, speaking for myself, mine's great. I don't think I've updated mine since I changed jobs. Oh. Yeah, I should probably do that. Anyhow, jumping back forwards, uh, is becoming Facebook official still a thing? Yes. Yes? Yes. Cute. 
I don't don't give a shit, but I love that you think it is. I love it. Yeah? I, I, def, I definitely am about it. Yeah? Yeah. Love that. Happy for everyone to see. Happy. Yeah. I, I think announcing like an engage, like changing your status to like engaged or married, like totally fine. I don't know. I just, I, it wouldn't bother me either way. The guy I was seeing was like, we should make this Facebook official. They're like, yeah, all right. Fuck them, why not? Oh, that's good. But At least you're... you're yeah. Uh, I'm, have no strong feelings either way. Okay, okay. But I, w- I would never suggest it myself. Like, it's just not something that that matters to me. Theoretically, like, my friends and my family, the people who matter in my life, are probably going to know that I have a boyfriend because um, I'll be really excited about it and be letting everyone know the second it happens. I'd probably be the suggester. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah? Oh, maybe. That. Maybe. Yeah. The, the, maybe, the, maybe I'm seeing someone mm-hmm. that is also a suggester, mm-hmm. which would be nice. Mm-hmm. I love that. I honestly, I think I think it's very cute that you still want the the Facebook officialness. Thank you, thank you. It's adorable. What timing do you think is acceptable? Um, I think you'd want to have been dating for like you know have been official like boyfriend girlfriend for like a couple of months sort of oh, thing. Oh yeah. Like a, probably a month maybe I was before say you. A month. Yeah, just to make sure that you're in it. All right. <clears throat> this is this is a good one. This kind of like goes in between almost a little bit. When into you seeing each other, should you, could you, should you start posting that person on your Instagram or on your Facebook, but realistically Instagram? I think probably from any point onwards from when you know that you're like, when you're, when you're feeling comfortable that you're together. So do you need to be boyfriend and girlfriend? No. No? No. Do you need to be exclusive? Yes. 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 Yeah. Yeah. But that being said, it's probably quite ballsy to, um, to do it early and Mm -hmm. like that Mm -hmm. could, that could cause some losing of face mm-hmm. like if it didn't work out and you've still mm-hmm. got that photo up there then you kind of look mm-hmm. like an idiot do you think there's a difference between posting to your stories and posting to your feed uh yes big difference between um posting stories versus feed on instagram do you think that you can post to stories before you're yes. official yes. and yes. like before you're exclusive stories even? are so much more casual yeah and should you be waiting until your boyfriend and girlfriend to post a feed yes yeah i wouldn't mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, you would. Yeah, I I would agree with that. I think yeah, posting like if someone's permanently going to be in your feed. They should theoretically be like a permanent fixture of your life, mm. which means you would want them like you would want it to be official before. Yeah, because it's kind of a big deal as well. Like someone making their like Instagram debut on your feed. Like yeah, it's yeah, kind yeah. of like I remember my ex and I like we talked about it when we were together. Like before we posted each other for the first time. Like, we actually had a conversation about it, like, the fact that we're going to post each other. Yeah, It's like, it is kind of, like, it's a weirdly, I don't know, big deal's not the right word, but, like, but stories, how early on can you start posting someone to your Instagram stories? I don't think there's a uh, a hard hard and fast rule. doesn't bother me. doesn't. I'd happily post from when you meet. Yeah? Yeah, a story. If it's got, if it's funny content or, like, you know, something that I'd post normally... Fine, it's fine. Fine. All right. So you you can you can post a story again, guys. Because it's not you permanent. Can, it's not yeah, on no, there for good. No, it's not. It's twenty four hours. Um. Okay, okay, guys. Like you can do whatever the hell you want. These are, these are just like our our guidelines that we live our lives by. But bloody do whatever you like. But stories. I still reckon you're going to want to have gone on a few dates before you start posting someone to your stories. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. When you're comfortable. Yeah. When you're comfortable around them. Yeah. Um. But yeah, posting to the feed. You're waiting until you're in a relationship yep. before they're they're making their debut appearance. Yeah, my my view on the feed is that like 
your followers notice these things. They say, oh, this is a new guy, a new girl being mm. posted. And then a couple of weeks later or a couple of months later, when maybe it hasn't worked out or you're posting different mm-hmm. things, they come back and look at your profile and go, oh, wonder what happened there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we only need to know it from when like Simon and I both posted about the podcast to our own feed with a photo of the two of us. I got questions from that people messaging me saying is this a new guy oh my god which i'm assuming you did as well uh which, not, maybe a different it was a different vein yeah but like <laughs> and that like that's and like the, the caption of that made it very clear what it was but if that's people asking then like you can only imagine then yeah what people would think if it actually like was you know if you're consistently doing that as simon said with like a new guy every or a new girl every bloody two months but people are dumb on people are d- yeah, people are so dumb <laughs> I had a mate message me recently asking because I, if um, you guys remember, um, I went on a camping trip with my sister and um, I did an Insta post of our trip. Yeah. And uh, I had a, my friend from Canada asked me if that was my new girl. And I was like, no, dude, that's, that's my 14-year-old sister. Yeah, yeah, I had one of my friends message me to be like, is Simon seeing someone? And I was like, no, <laughs> pretty sure I would know. She's clearly <laughs> a child. <laughs> You are posting, you've made the official debut post. Um, how often should you be posting to social media of your partner? It's probably a conversation that needs to be had because you can overdo it and you can underdo it. Yeah, so as I mentioned, this topic originally came up because I had two of my really good friends that brought this up with me. Um, and pretty much they had two friends of theirs that had recently eloped. Um, and the girl had made like a nice wedding post, so to speak, and the guy hadn't made, had never posted it. He also never posted anything about their engagement and they had these really beautiful, like they got engaged um, on like a mountain sort of thing and he had like set up a tripod and it was taking photos the whole time he was, they were doing it. So they have really beautiful photos of their engagement, never posted anything. Mm-hmm. His argument was that he's the type of person that only posts every couple of months to um like probably like twice twice a year to instagram he's really not a big poster at all yeah only only does it twice a month one of those people that you're like why do you even bother to have an account really sort of thing yeah but he but does you've just got yeah. married but this is this is the thing if you're only posting twice a year theoretically you're posting the two biggest things that from that year surely getting married is one of them <laughs> Yes, yes. It's probably, it probably would be one of the biggest things in your life, I would yeah. have thought, let Sh- Surely, alone the year. you know, they got engaged and then they got they eloped. Surely, if you're only making two posts a year, they're the two posts it should be. Mm. So this was – but he was – like, the guy's argument was like, I just don't post that much. Like, it's really not a big deal. It then led to my two friends having an argument about it because um, my friend had posted her boyfriend to his feed, but he – Hadn't. He'd posted that he, but they post each other to their stories all the time. But in the year and a half ish that they've been dating, he's never posted a photo of the two of them together to his feed. The reason why I actually said that this was okay was because his, so he's a photographer and his feed is also his photography business. So it's all photos that he takes as part of his work. It's like pretty landscapes and portraits and all that type of thing. And he has posted, so she does triathlons and he's posted a whole heap of photos of her writing but they're like photography photos so for him he uses his feed for his business and he uses his stories for his personal life that's just kind of how he's like 
distinguished yeah, yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I said in that particular case, it kind of makes sense that he hasn't posted her to his feed. If they ever took a photo that like matched the aesthetic of his feed for his business, maybe. But he doesn't have any photos of himself on that feed. It's all photos of other people. All oh, right, that's fine. Then. That's that's different. And he does post her to their stories, to his stories all the time, and he reposts her stuff to his stories and blah blah blah. So it's not like he's hiding her. Yep. But it brought up the question of yeah, how often should you be posting? And like, is it a red flag if your partner just doesn't post you to their Instagram ever? Yes. Well, like, yeah, so with that, how often do you think you should be getting posted? I don't know if there's a hard and fast rule, but I don't think it has to be a majority, but it has to be like, I think that you should be able to look at someone's Instagram and it be obvious that they're in a relationship. I 100% agree. You should be able to look at someone's Instagram feed and know if they're single or in a relationship. Yeah. Which, yeah, if you look at Simon or I's Instagram, it is very clear that we are single because it is just photos of us with our friends mm. or Simon taking gym selfies. Oh, oh Simon taking gym selfies. <laughs> but that's all it is. Like, there's, I have, I quite, oh, well, oh, I've got a photo with my brother that I've posted recently, but um, my brother and I quite often get asked if we're twins. So it's very clear that we're related. Uh, and I have a photo of Simon on there, which is very clearly about the podcast. But other than that, there are no men on my podcast. You might like, want to consider feed. taking that one down because that might be intimidating to other guys, like seeing me on there. They would be like, I feel Whoa. like they're going to be fine, to be honest. They'd take one look at me and just, I'm, oh, I'm, they'd run for the hills. I'm not, wor- I've got to say, I'm not worried. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're not right. Oh, okay. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I think if you if your partner is the type of person who only posts to Instagram, you know, a couple of times a year and you've been dating for six months and they haven't posted you yet, like I would try and not get upset about that because, yeah, they're just someone who doesn't post a lot. But And I remember, as I say, like my ex and I talked about it. I think we had probably been dating for like three or four months when he posted me to his Instagram and it was when we went to a wedding for one of his friends and we had like a nice photo of us at the wedding and that's when I made my Instagram debut on his profile because mm. it was actually like a thing to post. But if your partner, if you get married or you get engaged and I don't, it's just weird. I think it's pretty common for guys to be shit with their posting. Yeah, 100%. That's why I'm like, you can't get upset about it if you've been dating for six months and you haven't made an appearance yet. Yeah. If you've been dating for six months and he's posted to Instagram ten times, yeah, and you haven't yes. and you haven't been in any of those posts, then you can be upset. If yeah. you've been dating for six months and he hasn't posted at all in that time, or he's posted one photo, I wouldn't read into it. Yeah, I think yes, like you can tell when someone's just crap at social media just by the photos they post and how regularly they are. Mm-hmm. So that kind of person, you can sort of forgive for not posting couple of photos. Mm-hmm. But if someone's like someone's like good on social, me- good we'll mm-hmm. say on social media, and they like they've got like photography quality photos of mm-hmm. themselves, and like the photos mm-hmm. that they put up are mm-hmm. you know good. Yeah, I'm not describing it. For yeah. Well. No, no, it, but, but just in general, people. if they're posting relatively often, like if you were to be seeing, you're someone that posts to Instagram a couple of times a month at least. So if you were to be seeing someone and you'd been dating them for six months and they hadn't turned up on your face, on your, on your Instagram that would yet, be a red flag. that would be a major red flag. And the same for me. Like if I'm dating someone, if I'm official with someone and yeah, it goes a few months without them appearing on my Instagram, then like, yeah, I, would, I wouldn't blame yeah. them for thinking that's a red flag if you're doing post. If you're doing activities together... Mm-hmm. And they put the they put photos up and it's just of them in the mm-hmm. landscape and none of the coupley mm-hmm. photos, then yeah, yeah. I'd be reading into that. Yeah, exactly. When it comes to posting on Facebook, I, I think I maybe upload something to Facebook like once a year. Yeah. So 
that doesn't count anymore. Yeah, it doesn't. <laughs> like, I will maybe announce that we are engaged on Facebook and that's yeah. probably about it. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Even my grandparents follow me on Instagram. Like, that's how everyone knows what's going on in my life. But it, that's – and then – then um then if Facebook is your main social media, though, then that sort of flips. That, that's, it flips your Instagram it, yeah. flips onto there. Yeah, exactly. Okay. With pretty much whichever one is your dominant thing that you post on, then yeah, more or less. Um, um, any other any other things to add? Yeah, I, I think something worth considering is like the other person's sort of like past with Instagram. So like someone might be a bit more tentative about posting someone on the Instagram if they've been in a relationship in the past and. You know, posted all that stuff, posted lots of couple photos and then, you know, had a relationship breakdown. They might be a bit more reserved about mm. it. I think the last part of this is post-breakup cleansing ah, of yes. social media. Yeah, yeah. We're Should assuming you do that it? They're gonna, you're going to break up yeah. at the end of it because, yeah. you know, <laughs> all relationships the- are doomed to fail, you know. Welcome to Farmers and Charms, guys. <laughs> We're really positive about love. Um, anyhow... Do you do a social media cleanse at the end of post-breakup? Uh, I've looked. I mean, I know your Instagram. There are no photos of ex-girlfriends on there. Yeah. So you've done the cleanse. Uh, I have also done the cleanse, guys. You will not find photos of an ex-boyfriend on my profile. I think, yeah, deleting photos, cleansing your Instagram is entirely a personal decision. Yeah, definitely. And it's fine. Like, I, I, I think that... Um, when you're seeing someone, if they still have photos of their ex on their profile, doesn't doesn't bother me. No, not and at all. And it shouldn't bother you. No. And again, if someone asks you to delete those photos from your profile, that's the red flag, not you having them there in the first place. I don't know if it's a red flag, but it's you're allowed to say no. Yes. And if they keep harping on about it, then it's a red flag. <laughs> I don't. I just don't think anyone should ask you to like remove it, parts of your life. I don't think it's a red flag. I think it's just. It's some. It's like something that needs to be addressed with the other person. Yeah. You need to comfort them and make them feel more secure. Mm. All right. Are we? Do you have anything else on any of this that you want to add at all? On. Um, well, the relationship's over now, so there's no. There's nothing left. No. No. We do have a question from a listener okay. that I'm actually really proud of myself because it ties into this, and I was like, "Oh, I'm going to save that for the social media episode." Uh. <laughs> Um, all right, we got a question from one of our listeners to say, uh, I have a question. If you have been chatting to someone through social media, like flat out, when is it the right time to offer your phone number? So they've obviously started chatting on the old Instagram and this guy's wondering when he should offer his phone number or ask for a phone number in reply in return. When you've kind of run out of things to talk about or like when you've been talking, when you feel like it's been, you've been talking too long on that. On Instagram? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. My response was, I I said, I used to be really weird about just talking on Instagram and now I'm like, you know, it's just, it's just another platform of communication. You can literally just talk on Instagram the entire time if you want to. Like I just, yeah, I just yeah, yeah, yeah. it's really not. And this is what like this, this guy then went on to say, which is pretty much what I said to him. I said, um... If you're chatting via Insta, I would try and just tee up a date on Instagram, like via Instagram, like just, you know, use that to tee up a date. And then at the end of the date, once you've actually met each other, you could then offer up your number. And so because these two people hadn't met yet when this happened, they were just chatting on Instagram. So I was like, just keep chatting on Instagram, set up a date. And then at the end of the date, you could then offer your number instead and start chatting if you wanted to, but you can also just keep talking on Instagram. Like it's yeah, just yeah, yeah. it's just a messaging service. 
the same as texting or Facebook Messenger or anything else is now. And uh, he replied to say, I'm old school. The last time I had to do this was before social media took off. So he's obviously a bit of a bit of an older gentleman and isn't quite used to the concept of chatting on Instagram oh, as a see. platform. So yeah. like getting someone's number was like a really big thing that I was like, it just doesn't really matter anymore. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to go back on what I said when you first asked me this mm. question because I was like, I was kind of relating that to like dating apps. Mm. So yeah, Instagram is a completely valid form For, of yeah. communication. Snapchat I, on the other hand. Yeah. No, 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 no. no. All right. Well, that was an easy one. I think we're done. Yeah, we're done. Well, yeah, that is the it for this week, guys. If you do have any questions, um, please feel free to DM us. We will reply. Other than that, uh, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please give us a little review. Um, and if you are enjoying the pod, share it with your friends or share it on your Instagram, uh, especially if you're seeding at the moment and you're listening to it while you're while you're doing that. Take a photo and or take a video and tag us in it because we love to see that uh we like to see where you're listening who you're listening with all of those bits and pieces yeah take a photo take a video tag us in it and uh, other than that have a good week thank you